This week on the World Triathlon Podcast, we're in Cagliari with Portugal's Vasco Balassa. Currently riding by at the top of the world rankings after back-to-back podiums at WTCS Abu Dhabi and Yokohama, Balassa heads into the weekend wearing the number one not only for the second time, but for the second successive time as he leads the French duo of Dorian Connings and defending champion Leo Blaugier going into the third series race of 2023. So Vasco, welcome to the podcast, getting amped for the weekend's action in Cagliari. Hey Doug, thank you so much for the invite. It's a pleasure to be here. So you've got a friend with you. Who's that? Tommy. Tommy Zafir's here, keeping us uh, in tune, keeping us laughing. <laughs> the jam yeah. in our podcast sandwich today, Tommy Zafir is. <laughs> doesn't know why I'm here, honestly. <laughs> that was a pretty good ad lib. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, why are you here? <laughs> you he just like, left his door open, so I came in. <laughs> Which is hanging out. Oh, He's world number one. Why would I not want to be here? <laughs> I thought you came to play some FIFA or something. Yeah, you need to play FIFA because that's all I hear about from you guys. You'll that afterwards. I'm too old now for FIFA. <laughs> nah, never too old today. <laughs> You've not got FIFA there with you. Did you bring it with you? Look uh, at this. He's showing it on the camera. You can't oh, see yeah, it because this is audio. <laughs> <laughs> he's holding up two controllers. They're customized. He even like put in his name, like, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's coming. But he does have two camo controllers. Um, yeah, so then we can play in the... In where, Europe, where the, Schengen region? No, no, where the planes take off from in the airport. Yeah, anywhere in the airport. Cool. In the airplane, like flying <laughs> to Japan. Yeah, and me and the other sat together. We were like playing on the way there, on the way back. Did you guys uh, plan seats together or did you have to ask people to No, play? like we just like, we both had someone like a seat free on like our side on one of the ways. So we just like went together and yeah. we playing. And the, so the reason to snuggle is bringing a video game. So yep, that's yep. a good plan. Indeed, <laughs> indeed. Well, hang on, how are you playing video games on an airplane? What's the secret? Uh, so, like, I have FIFA on my computer. And then I have, like, the PlayStation controllers, and you can connect them with your computer. Nice. Put the computer up on the little tray tables. And so, tell us now, you're number one in the world for triathlon, but what number are you in between you and you? Well, actually, I think so far, I'm the one who won the most matches. But we did a tournament, and then I was actually third. Third? Yeah. Behind who? Who, who is playing? Uh, I think yellow one, actually. Really? Yeah. So you see your nemesis then. Indeed, indeed. That's why I've been training like on all the now. That's why I didn't That's get the yellow controller. Right. That's why two are here. <laughs> <laughs> you can't practice. <laughs> the second. B3 is the best, I think. B3 is Benza Big Suck. Oh, he's pretty good as well, is he? He's very good at it. Are you playing? What, what, what team are you playing with there? Benfica? Paul. Oh, you got it right. Yeah, Benfica. Oh yeah, they they're very good at all. It gets tough when the other guys are playing with like Real Madrid or Barcelona and Benfica. I like them, but maybe you don't have such good players compared <laughs> to the other teams. Basically, um, what is it? Portugal. So I have Ronaldo or Benfica because I don't know because it's Benfica. I don't know enough about video games, but aren't you the one that's playing? So when you say Benfica is not very good, isn't that you? <laughs> you playing Benfica? Oh, Tommy, Tommy, Tommy. <laughs> You always blame the computer. Never you. <laughs> okay, good, good rules. <laughs> Benfica are about to win the league, aren't they, for the first time in about five years? I mean, the proper league. <laughs> Don't even care. Well, then, maybe they are. Let's hope they are. <laughs> uh, how do you know this? 
<laughs> if I'm football, I know what's going on out there. I figured it's, that's your team on FIFA. Maybe in the real world, you actually knew what was going on. <laughs> uh, in my FIFA, I'm leading the table. That's true. <laughs> in the real world, I have no idea. I didn't know that was important. <laughs> that's all that matters. <laughs> what's the Benfica Eagles name? What does it have a name? Oh, it does. I don't know. Oh man, this is have a name calling you out so hard on this. I didn't I realize they're gonna, they're gonna keep me out of the team. <laughs> Any of them yeah. I'm out. Oh man, yeah, that's like our Portuguese followers, Portuguese listeners just tuning out one after the other. Like, ah, you've lost this. Now. Like, any name I would then like, well, no, because then the people who like, <laughs> yeah, actually know, yeah, actually know that people... well, they'll just write angry emails to World Triathlon and Doug will get them. I don't know so. what's an eagle. <laughs> I don't know, Doug. <laughs> Doug, an eagle Doug the eagle. Okay, it's Doug. From now on. Well, Eddie the eagle, the movie. Ah, true. You can name Eddie. That's a good movie as well. <laughs> Wait, hang on. How did we get onto naming eagles? What's happening? I just asked him oh. what the Benfica eagles' name was. So Benfica is like logo? mascot. Mascot, yeah. Like well, it's I don't part know of you call it something different, but it's and, part of like the logo of the team, and also it's a mascot of the team. It's an eagle, but yeah. they have a. And that flies through the stadium. It's massive. I don't it's know if you want, on, in the Champions League, they had it flying around the stadium. It's like beautiful. Before the match, like the eagle flies like across everyone. Like, it's the same size as Vasco. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much like when the wings are open. Much wider. Yeah. My team's Norwich. They're called the Canaries, which I always think when you've got teams like the freaking Eagles and the Hawks and whatever, right? The Canaries is never really going to hit home in quite the same the Benfica Eagle would eat 10 canaries yeah, for breakfast. Yeah, <laughs> Rip the wings off. So, yeah, you're in the apartment then, Tommy. Come on, give us a little, how's it, how's it looking at? Are you, are, have you got your own place out there, Vasco? You've been there a few days, right? Yeah, we've been here since sun, last Sunday. So that means we've been here a week. I'm sharing an apartment with Luis Knabu. Uh, it's a pretty nice apartment. Although the TV didn't have a HDMI cable to connect the computer with. So we can only use the computer screen for the FIFA. That's a rookie mistake. And not travel. You travel with two controllers, but not an HDMI connector. I'll upgrade for next time. <laughs> also, your apartment is quite nice, but your TV is quite small. Very to the wall. Yeah, <laughs> it's like so tiny. But also, when I first walked in, I knew it was an athlete's apartment because straight out the gates, there's running shoes and cycling shoes and a bike trainer. But I was impressed with how clean it was. Uh, some athlete's apartments, you walk in and you're just like, well, all right, this is for sure somebody who doesn't care. <laughs> but Vasco seems to care. So. Or maybe Louis picks up after me. Oh, uh, yeah, maybe rooming with Louis <laughs> is the, the deal. But he did clean his bike, Vasco. So um, well, I'm that impressed I with the very clean bike sitting in the corner. And the apartment owners, for sure, are not going to fine you for bike tires on the white wall no, it looks it's looking very good it looks actually. very good yeah is that that is like the most common complaint against a triathlete on airbnb is it like yeah. freaking tire marks all over the walls what the heck also when the apartment is small and like you're trying to get the bike around it's so easy to hit the tires on the walls or when you just put the bike against the wall <laughs> and you get like the bike marks yeah and they it's quite hard to get them to go away and when you're not tired, it's fine. But when you're tired, you're just like, oh, I don't care anymore. <laughs> <laughs> By the time it's checkout, you're like, get it out. <laughs> well, well, I'm waiting to we get into a hotel so I can wash the bike in the room. In the, here in the bathtub? The yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> here, here I'll have to wash the, the bathtub. Oh, uh, yeah, true. But in the hotel, you just let the... Oh, I feel like it. <laughs> <laughs> Not gonna start a hotel and invite you again. <laughs> yeah, <no. laughs> 
So yeah, it was it was straight from Yoko to Cagliari, was it? That was the that was the plan. No need to go back to back to base in Girona. Yeah, the idea was just as fast as possible get back to like the, the right time zone for the next race, which is Cagliari now. And we could have gone back to Barcelona or to Girona, but we thought that would just add extra travels, which was a bit unnecessary, being that we didn't have time to put in a big block of training anyway. So easier just to get get back here to Cagliari, get a bit familiar with the place uh, and get, well, it's really not a lot of training we've had time to put in because we had almost one week to recover and then one week of typer. So maybe we had one session there that we could count as a hard session. <laughs> what was your travel path from Yokohama to here? Because like every, all the athletes are always saying like, oh yeah, I just went from Yokohama and then came straight to Cagliari and like, Nobody really understands like how hectic it was. Like, when did you leave after well, the race? You have a better story than me, though. My my travel was quite easy. Uh, well, what was it? Well, I just well in the morning after the race, I went for a run at like six a.m. and then I think I, we left at like eight thirty. The hotel went to the airport, had the flight at eleven or something. No, must be later. Well, <laughs> well where did you do fly through? Um, we came. Well, to Rome. We went to Rome, so it's very easy. Tokyo, Rome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tokyo, Rome. How did you get that flight? Did you pay well, a lot of money I, for this? Oh, okay. No, you booked it. No, <laughs> you booked it. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so what happens when he podiums, Tommy? Vasco. Okay, so he didn't research this. Well, but... no, I, I looked up. Well, Drew looked up the flight name. Uh, okay. Uh, all right. I yeah, he's right. Mine was much worse. <laughs> Why are we, we? It feels like we're cooking up something for you here, Tommy. What? What was yours? <laughs> Well, I went from Tokyo to Seoul, Seoul to Rome, Rome to uh, Sardinia. Um, but yeah, bags got lost and people, there were two different flights leaving from gates that were across from each other from Rome to Calgary and gate 45, gate 46, they were leaving 10 minutes apart. And I was traveling with like a group of athletes and we were all on the same flight path, except for the last flight. For some reason, we were on different second flights like to Cagliari from Rome and so they got on their flight I waited in line and like scanned my boarding pass and they're like you're on the gate across and I was like oh really yeah. so then I went across I got on the plane with Natalie Vancouverton from uh, Australia they let her on she got in her seat somebody walked up and was like hey you're in my seat and she's like uh, this is my seat and they're like you're on the wrong plane <laughs> and so she had got kicked off the plane and then the other plane had already left and then my bag showed up because my flight was 10 minutes later than the first flight Damn. and so i had one bag but then all the other bags that everybody else checked didn't make the connection and so <laughs> it was like everyone had lost luggage and then we also arrived at 9 45 p.m and all the rental car places closed yeah, at 10 was a problem and so everyone them. lost their rental cars they wouldn't let them oh they didn't it. look that up yeah well i mean they looked at that but we were all like a little bit late and it's like slightly late oh, and because they didn't have bags you have to like wait till the baggage plan is done and then fill out the paperwork yeah, anyway. yeah, yeah. so i was hoping you had a story like that but you're just <laughs> number one in the world they no, just like pull out the red carpet <laughs> The only problem is like with the rental cars, but we looked it up before and there was this one place that if you like for an extra fee, they were they like they were open until midnight and we arrived at 11. So we got we got there like five minutes before they closed. Oh, booyah. And I think that's the, like the only thing we had, but that was not even a problem because they were actually open. All right. So research and pay more. That's a yeah, ticket yeah, to life. Well, <laughs> And we know why you got there so early, Tommy, because you've just been ghosting the, the world champion, the world leader at the moment. And, you know, that, that's your that's your MO at the moment, right? Just shadowing, shadowing Vasco. <laughs> I saw his number one on his cap and I was like, I want that cap. <laughs> <laughs>
It was you that took it. Yeah, well, I was going to get it from you, but you already gave it away to the ocean. <laughs> you finished doing swimming and got it. <laughs> yeah, no. Actually, after the race, I went to the water. I was looking for it. it Did like, you really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I was man. like, well, if it's close by, I'm going to dive in and get it. it looks oh, like it. Was it like a gradual one of those where it just sort of, oh, 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 or did it just fly straight off? I was slowly like, I think I got a few hands like that hit my head and like pushed it up a little bit. And then after a certain point when it like cones out and then it pushes itself out and I hit a buoy. It was already in like the first lap in the second set of buoys. Like it just boop, oh, came out. Sad day. That was a hard swim. The like the inspiration for being a front front pack swimmer and out the front is they're, they're many and varied and not having hands all over your head knocking your cap off is just another one right get out there get the clear water you know your cap's gonna stand on your head That's... there's like yeah. only two yeah. on the whole field that get that experience <laughs> i feel like actually Cagliari is not a good race for the cap to stay in my head oh it's yeah waves i'm pretty sure like wasn't it last year <laughs> yeah people catch were. A really on the way back and you're like pass a bunch of people get out of the water have no cap in the air. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, so yes. I mean, are you a double capper anyway? Like what, what are the advantages behind the whole double cap situation? Or was that half? It was before, but then actually once I had the problem when I took the caps off, it's like two caps and the goggles too much in my hand. And one of them like, like kind of like fell off when I was taking my caps off. And then I got a penalty for that. Oof, rough. So then I was like, yeah. no, only one cap. That's easier to like, you know, holding my hand and make sure I don't lose anything. But now I lost the cap. <laughs> I don't know. You got any solutions here? Don't wash your hair. I think if I'm... you wash your hair, then it gets soft and the cap slides off. Yeah, yeah I, I get like maybe one week before, like no conditioner on my yeah, hair. Yeah, no conditioner. That's the, the trick. You look like a fool, but yeah. I'll, I'll, wash, I'll wash my hair like with this show. It's with like really strong. Yeah, no. so it's, like, it's like really like, you know, yeah, there's like no. Straw. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and then you can't get the you've dried out from yoko though that was a pretty soggy one out there but um yeah a, a brilliant race brilliant race we've watched from afar and a pretty pretty juicy one to have been in the mix of huh well yeah yeah indeed um well the race itself was i, I don't know it was Complicated race, being that I suffered a lot on the swim after losing my cap because I, I had a really good start and then I lost the cap and then I actually struggled a lot to stay there because <laughs> I'm so sad. <laughs> <laughs> I got depressed. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, because you know nowadays haircut you cut the hair on the side but then the top is still there and that does not help when the cap comes up. <laughs> you need the full helmet hair. Keep keep yeah, the sides yeah. longer. Go for the. <laughs> and the monk the monk look yeah I, I need to shave everything off maybe is that better you should do mine too you do well we both shave yeah shave my head if you shave i'll shave okay <laughs> live it's not gonna make a great podcast but it'll look awesome right. not, not right now but... <laughs> yeah in the middle you're like yeah i was struggling on the swim and hang on one second <laughs> Okay, now it. we're back to, I was coming out of the water and now Tommy's got a bald head. <laughs> anyway, uh, all right, yeah, getting back to the race. Um, yeah, I suffered a lot on the swim, which meant I came actually quite tired into the bike. And with, uh, was it Leo, uh, Hayden and Christian in the front, the bike went actually quite fast and 
never never exactly had a lot of time to rest being that i came very tired from the swim and the bike was quite strong and well therefore when i actually got off the bike i got cramps um which meant well i started running i think pretty much last of the group and then i had to catch up everyone luckily i did feel quite good running but i'd say that was the unlucky part of Yokohama. Yeah, I was going to say, you had the fastest run of the day, or as we say, <laughs> the slowest yeah, transition yeah, yeah, of the day. Yeah, yeah, that's how you look at it. It's, it's, it's both, it's yeah. only both. <laughs> I, I blame it on the cramps, but maybe it's just a bad transition overall. You need some cranberry juice. So. Is, that, is that good for me? <laughs> that maybe mean? Doug knows. I don't know the, the joke. joke. Okay, never mind. <laughs> go on, Are we, we, can we go there or not? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's not. <laughs> I don't think so. Cranberry juice is supposed to help. <laughs> well, with less with cramps. Oh, it's okay. <laughs> I don't. I don't think that's true or not. But <laughs> anyway, did you have to go in like? <laughs> did Ollie say in the in in the interview after that you went into like you had to go off the off the course? Did you? And like he said, like you get you had to go in a tent or something. I don't know. Did I say that? No, Ollie did in the in the interview. He said, "Oh yeah, how you know? Did you have to?" He said something about you going into a tent when you cramped up. But no, you just kind of ran through it. Well, like it was more. It didn't take that long. It was like <laughs> <laughs> build your own. In the last lap, you can change chips again. <laughs> he but, just handed it to you as he ran past now. Yeah, 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 yeah. There was no nah, sense. Where it comes from. Um, nah, I just put my... It's oh, Like I've gotten before, it's like when I go down, like bend down and put the shoe on, like just my quads really cramp. And I just, you know, it cramps and you got like three seconds where you're in really bad pain and then it slowly kind of goes away. Hmm. And then I had to like I was skipping out of transition, trying to run, I could barely run. <laughs> so maybe I just looked like a very happy boy to be running. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the happy pain. Yeah. <laughs> is it is it too simplistic to say like you know had you not cramped up and you'd been able to stick with uh, Hayden for the for the first like you know when he kind of made that breakaway with Leo, uh, you know you had a lot of work to do and a lot of matches. Burnt just kind of catching back up to your Christians and Kenjis, right? Yeah, indeed. Um, I would say if I had a good transition, I would for sure I would have tried to be there and stayed with Hayden as long as I could. Uh, it's hard to know like how long I could actually be there. And I think it could have looked very differently, like if I would have been there in the front. Um, when maybe Leo wouldn't have let go either, like because Leo was went with Hayden in the beginning and then also let go after maybe one lap or one and a half lap or something. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. More athletes, Hayden would have slowed down to maybe also save some energy for the like last lap or something to get away. Could have looked a bit differently, but I think Hayden, he's a very strong runner, so it's not I'm. It's not like those. I don't know how much ten seconds I lost. Don't mean I was gonna yeah. win. Uh, but let's see what happens in Cagliari. That's what I. That's what I would say. Redemption. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nice. Uh, I'll my transitions, 
and have some juice. That's why I'm over here in the apartment because we're after this call, we're gonna yeah, yeah, get yeah. on work on transitions until. Well, Tommy's actually um, given us all tips on how to get through the waves. So I think that that will be more helpful than the transitions time. Okay. Well, yeah, you were about you were waist deep last year when you kept Tommy like shooting. Who was yeah, yeah. like? Were there any who was particularly good or who was particularly bad? I can imagine like a Matt Howes was probably fairly. Yeah. Anybody who's tall was good, and all the short people got screwed. <laughs> like, Perfect. This yeah. Is no, because like it, it like right when you enter the water, it dips down like multiple times. So like everyone trips, or like fifty yeah. percent of the people trip. <laughs> um, and then once you get up, you still run in like knee deep water for like a hundred meters, if not more. And then there's like little waves that are breaking. And so when we did the the swim familiarization like oh, yeah. recently, like two days ago, um, we were just testing out the swim course. There were waves that were breaking like you know shoulder high, probably two hundred meters out because like no, but that's the thing because you. Usually in a beach start, you have like, I don't know, like 30 seconds when you go really yeah, hard. Yeah, a couple big like, waves, you go under them and then you're good. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Now it's like you have maybe two, like three minutes where you're fighting the waves, you know, like yeah. constantly diving under waves, getting back, maybe even standing up again. Because it's really like, it doesn't get deep, very, like it takes, it's quite shallow in the beginning. So it takes a long time to get out of the waves. Get, yeah, it's super tricky. start swimming. Yeah. And Actually, the first start we did, like after 50 meters, I just stopped because I, <laughs> I did a normal beach start. And then like by the third time we had to get up and start running, I was like, I can't do it anymore. I need to rest now. It's funny because like I, I don't swim anymore, but like I was doing beach starts with these guys just to like help them out because like my lifeguarding background or whatever and like knowing the ocean and surfing and everything. So I did the first beach start with them and like the... The goal was to make it past the break, like yeah, just go yeah, through yeah. the beach and like swim fairly easy. And when I got past the waves and I stopped, I, my heart rate was so high oh, and goodness. I thought I was going to die. I'm like, oh, my God, like I did, wasn't even swimming hard. And I was like, oh, it's because I'm out of shape. But then you guys all showed yeah, up and you were like, oh, my <laughs> God, I'm so destroyed. I'm like, OK, good. And I think the thing is also when you get there, if you're not a very good swimmer because you get so tired. Yeah. What I felt when I got out there. I wanted to start swimming, but like my arm, like destroyed, I could barely swim. And then you need to hold your breath to go under the waves, yeah. and you need to hold your breath. It's like literally six. But seconds, like maybe, but it like so you. hard, yeah, like because <gasps> like because you sprint, like you run, you're sprinting, like running over the water, and then you have to dive and hold your breath for like I don't know, like ten seconds. Yeah, it's hard, and like that really makes the lactate spike. Yeah, and then for the race, it's two laps, so you need to go out, and then you need to come in through that, and then you need to go out again through that, and then come back in. Like there's gonna be if if the waves are like that on race day uh it could be completely different but if they are like that it's gonna yeah. be break up the I entire think very field, like, yeah very easily the groups are gonna like break away from each yeah other. some people's races are gonna be over at that yeah yeah, yeah. I, people... like honestly i wouldn't have been surprised if like on race day a few people who are, are not used to the ocean didn't make it out yeah, you know yeah, like yeah, it, yeah. it would have been no that you, you can easily like if it's like it was when we did the familiarization you can easily lo lose like already 30 seconds in the start yeah and every time you dive under a wave the current was sucking you down the beach yeah. and so then by the time you make it through the waves you could be like 100 meters no <laughs> like in exactly. the wrong line from the buoy so gonna be interesting race day tune into triathlonlive.tv <laughs> be good watching it's gonna be good to watch from home uh so what so the waves are up were when you did this a lot bigger than they were for the actual race last year were they because yeah Last, last year, it was just like kind of wind chop and like probably waist to knee high waves. Whereas like these ones were like shoulder to head high waves and like breaking much further out. So but you still had to run a long way. Yeah. So last year, you still had to run really far out. Because I think that's also very tiring. Like yeah. For, just running through the water. Short people, and tall people make a huge difference. Yeah. So that's what I was saying last yeah. year. Like 
um, Jawad and yeah, yeah, Matt Hauser yeah. and just yeah, they just ran like through the buoy, <laughs> and they're just like, see ya, <laughs> and then like Ella and like yeah, all those guys yeah. are just like uh, yeah. eating crap yeah. <laughs> right at the very beginning. Oh yeah, this is gonna be interesting. How oh, well, it's- like the sort of the race dynamics at the moment, like you know, you're, you're you had a really good swim, even like you know Hayden was saying how well he he felt his swim had gone in in Yokohama. Um, you were kind of tucked in on Henry Schumann's feet towards the end, right? Or or certainly kind of came out of the water close to him. There was, it felt like, I don't know, with with like Vincent Luis not in the swim, does that change the dynamic quite a lot? Whereas maybe he would be one of the ones stretching. I know that there's you know there's five, six, seven swimmers that could do that job but I wonder if maybe he's a bit more like predisposed to trying to do that from the start of a race whereas others if he's not there might be a bit more inclined to just kind of yeah I'd actually well all it depends what Vince wants to do bless you <laughs> sorry uh, it depends what Vince wants to do in the race because he really can control the swim um, and if he wants to go to the front and push Easily, like the group stretches out, stretches out a lot more than we did in Yokohama, I think. So, and that would be a big difference because I think, well, you still have like Christian in the back that brought the whole group together, and maybe that would have happened anyways. But I think we've ne- you've never had in the front so many people so close together, and that really I think that comes definitely from Vince not being there, because well, the way he swims, he's gonna go with. Well, we'd uh, mark the Vi and mm. make it a, a lot faster for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, like, I, I, I suppose, yeah, the way that the races have been going. I know we're only two in; it's early days, but like, you know, you're out on the course, Tommy, sort of watching. It was, it was a four lap run in Yoka, wasn't it? Um, and every time they came past, you're kind of moving around a little bit, I guess. But you know, it's totally different. How much are you able to kind of keep tabs on actually what's going on in that race when you've got? You know, coming out of transition, Vasco kind of quite suddenly quite far back, and then before you know it, Leo and Hayden have broken, and then Leo's dropped back, and it's Vasco, Hayden, uh, Vasco, Leo, and Dorian together, and then Matt Houser's come out of nowhere and whatnot. It's kind of, you know, there's been some brilliant like final five Ks going on. Behind. Yeah, the whole race dynamic. I honestly have no idea what's happening like, <laughs> during the. And like after everyone's gone by, I'll text like my family who are watching on Trap on Live. I'm like. Can you tell me how many laps are left, or like, can you tell me what's happening? Well, we, what's the gap? The yeah. laps, well, because I don't know, like, and I'm taking pictures, and I'm focused on like getting across and not getting in the way of the motos, and like it was pouring down rain, so I'm like hiding under trees and like trying to keep my cameras dry, and so like all I know is that people are coming by, and then like if I can look back at my camera and see the pictures, then I can see who was in the groups, and then the next time I'm like, wait, how did Vashko go from like 15 seconds back, and now he's like near the front or whatever? I'm like, I wonder what happened there. Time to do that during the race. Or? Well, if I'm running from one place to the next place, then I'll like be walking, looking up really? and down at my camera and deleting photos I know I'm not going to use. Really? And like, yeah, trying to see who was in the group. And like, yeah, so I, I try to delete as many as I can in between, like moving from location yeah, yeah, to location. Yeah, yeah. But for the, and so that's why I don't really know what's happening like in the race. Well, I'll, I'll <laughs> I think even when you're watching the race, sometimes like if you're not very focused on the like, you know, at the race site, it's hard to keep up sometimes. Yeah, like watching from TV, it's very easy to keep up with who is where. But at the race site, if you know, easily when I was younger, I would go and watch races or like the older guys, and you start talking with your friends, and you have no idea what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> you see them pass, like, Woo, and they're like, 
Is this the first group, second group? I yeah. Have <laughs> yeah, and people will ask me, they're like, oh, what's the gap to the, like, the, the chase group on the bike or whatever? And I'm like, <laughs> like let me check um, my yeah, sister. Yeah, and I, that's when I find out, like, from my family thread is, like, when the feed cuts out. They're like, I paid for travel and live and the feed cut out. I'm like, the satellites are down, I guess. I don't know. It happened on the last lap of the run for the women's race in Yokohama. Oh, yeah, unfortunately. So hopefully that doesn't Like, for the whole lap? The whole of the last, yeah, 20 minutes of that. Uh, well, yeah, from almost, like, the bell to, to that, was, that was the last that we see. It was all recorded, so it's out there now on Travel Live on TV. But... Um, <laughs> Yeah, that was uh, that was very different. Yeah. I think like half of Mexico just like going, what's going on? When? Yeah. Well, and obviously Sophie's family watching at home it must have been. Yeah, it's technology. You love it and you hate it. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. Vasco was asking if it was because of the rain or if it's your fault, Doug. All <laughs> <laughs> the plug. I was just going for the you know. <laughs> most exciting race and like new faces <laughs> let's let's remove this <laughs> if i can't be there nor can you <laughs> but i suppose yeah like you know uh alex ye coming back and it'll you know there's a lot of chat about alex and hayden sort of first race together for of the year um but does that I suppose, as perhaps proven by Leo in the championship finals, sometimes when <clears throat> attentions are slightly focused a little bit elsewhere, it kind of does it give the likes of you and you know that that little kind of well an extra impetus, but also that opportunity. Yeah, I'd say for sure, all eyes at the moment are on Hayden and Alex, being that as races have been going well the past couple of years, it's the groups kind of come together. And that means it becomes a runner's race and they are the two fastest runners. Um, in most races, of course, that's not all races. You had the fastest run in Yokohama, need I remind you? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just... but, but I'd say I'm more focused on myself, just slowly, like like I was doing last year, just I want to get consistent because for the series, being that that's the biggest goal, like a good position in the end of the series, you really have to be consistent over the whole season and that's exactly what Leo show, showed last year that even though he didn't win he didn't win any, any of the races throughout the season until the last one mm -hmm. but still he won in the end because he was very consistent in all of his results and I would say sneak like be sneaking behind would be more that that maybe people don't see it as much but consistently getting these you know getting close to the podium at least and Last year, I went from being, you know, consistently top 10, and now I'm trying to be consistently, you know, well, so far top three, but let's let's see where I can keep it. But it's more like slowly try to bring my standard level higher and higher every year. And, you know, just every race, try to stay there and be as close to the front as I can. Of course, if if I can run past them, I'll try. And I'll try to, it's mostly just stay with them as long as I can. I know I have a good sprint in the end, so... I'll save that for when Hauser's not there. Yeah, I was going to say, what does Matt Hauser say about your friend? <laughs> yeah. Well, not that we got to see that anyway, because Hayden was too busy lapping up his win, slowed right down, and you guys almost caught him at the line, and he was kind of blurring anything that was going on behind him, so we couldn't really see what was happening. Yeah, but Matt's sprint was incredible. Also, a bit funny thinking about it afterwards, because it was really, no one was expecting him to be there. Because I could hear, like, 
uh, Leo and Conix um, uh, were behind me. And I could hear like them breathing and I could hear like how far behind Leo they were. So I was controlling like, okay, I like I went for it and they're staying behind or like they were not closing the gap directly. So I was like, okay, I got this, I got this. And then all of a sudden, just like, I can, I start hearing like steps coming close and close and close. I'm like, who is this? <laughs> Sounds like a big like, guy. That's so crazy too, is yeah. because like Leo and Dorian and like Vince, like yeah, the yeah, French yeah. guys are known for being like the best sprinters. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. then like from Hamburg, when you were second in the world championships, yeah, yeah. when it was the one race world championships, like you out sprinted Leo and it yeah, was like, yeah. whoa, Vasco's like one of the top sprinters. And then, so it's like Leo, Dorian, Vasco. And then Matt, how's yeah, it come by the three of you guys that are like the I... best sprinters in the sport? It's like, what the heck? Because that's what I was thinking like in the last, I think because I caught up with them like by 5k or something and then i kind of like by the time we caught up with leo i was like okay hayden is far away so let's try to like recover a little because i was quite tired because i had to catch up a lot until then <laughs> you've been tired this whole race <laughs> yeah, I, was, yeah. <laughs> I was tired in the swim and i got the bike i was real tired on the run i was pretty tired and then i ran up and i was like real tired <laughs> <I wasn't lying. laughs> then when you finished how did you yeah, feel were yeah, you tired or was tired good? for some reason <laughs> <laughs> blows my mind yeah, yeah. um well and on the run i remember thinking like okay like i have i have these really good sprinters here so i have to play a bit smart like i know i have a good sprint but also i kind of spent extra energy in the beginning catching up with them so probably my sprint will not be the best in the end uh so i tried to control it a little like save myself a little bit until i don't know the last k where then i thought like well i have to go for it because I thought in a 200 meter sprint, probably, you know, the other guys were going to get me. Uh, but then I actually were, was able to get away. I was like, okay, I got this. And then Matt just comes past. It's like, it's nothing like we're 25 still. Second, 200. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Incredible. So I, I thought of this question before, but then we're like way past it. But if you could beat, you could only beat one outrunning Alex or Hayden, who would you want to beat? Oof. <laughs> <laughs> um, for me at the moment Alex is the best runner so I'd I'd like to beat Alex because that would mean I'm the best runner uh, but, but <laughs> sounded like, like yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, you'd like to beat them both yeah. we'll, we'll take that answer <laughs> so you'll out sprint uh, Alex but then you crush Hayden. That's it. Is that the, the dream? That sounds good. Okay. <laughs> All right. Sounds good. If you passed Hayden in a sprint, would you do the Falcon Wings ahead of him? Oh, that'd be very funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. And if he can eagle, not the Falcon. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Who's going to come down the line, the Falcon or the eagle? <laughs> the eagle. No name. The the eagle named Doug. <laughs> and yeah, so you know, you're you're number one for, for series leader, not just being like the highest ranked on the start line this time. So that's that's freaking awesome. But like obviously the real issue with being number one is having to wait on the pontoon for or on the beach for the next 60 athletes to have a mini biog about calling when they were like second in a European cup 10 years ago or something. No, what is it? I mean, it's, it's ages that you have to go and stand there for, right? How, how do you feel about that? You should, he already went and rented a beach chair and an umbrella. <laughs> and he said it, 
spot. And so when he goes out, you can see him sipping a pina colada while the other oh, people line up. And yeah. That would also be pretty badass. <laughs> be um, Maybe on a beach is a little bit different to being on the pontoon in Yokohama as well. Like, you know, you, yeah. you, you, and the people came out, watch out, watch out, don't step here. <laughs> on the pontoon, though, you can, like, sit down and they can't tell if you peed. But on the sand, they're going to be able to tell. <laughs> so uh, just a warning. <laughs> well, I'll probably pee anyway. <laughs> Does a lot of that go on at the start? Is it just people just emptying all over? The Is this your uh, first time? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a lot. <laughs> you know how the it's supposed to be blue carpet, but it's, <laughs> it's green carpet. <laughs> But you're lying on that quite a lot of the time, Tommy. That's... I know. <laughs> that, 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 it's terrible. I should bring a poncho every time as my pee poncho, but yeah, I stuck they, it up and washed clean my clothes the carpets or... No, not. No, I... <laughs> I cleaned my shirt by laying in it. <laughs> Thank you for your service. Yeah, you're welcome. All the shots. Well, yeah, on two lap swims, you sometimes see Tommy just hosing down the hosing down the pontoon so he can get on it, all right? Yeah, you need some dish soap. Yeah, but you'd see when someone is putting like getting the water bottle, putting it in the wetsuit because the wetsuit is so warm, you know, <laughs> they're just being. <laughs> That's a typical move, like, ah, oh, no. <laughs> yeah, and you always, if you see Vasco at any race, he'll be on the pontoon. He is the one that leans and puts his face almost in the water and like splashes himself. <laughs> and so at that point, he's splashing water on himself so that you can't see the pee or yeah, wash yeah. it. Off. So the trick is always like somehow like put water on yourself so you don't see the difference <laughs> between normal water. And so now you all know the secret. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So that's pre, pre-race nerves all coming out. I guess so. Getting yourself light before the race now. <laughs> <Yeah>. Race weight. <laughs> Speaking of pre-race nerves, did you see... Um, uh, Christian was saying that before PTO Ibiza that he didn't get to sleep until like 4 a.m. on the night on the night of the race. That sounds like a bad situation to be in. But kind of, you know, if you're Olympic champ and that's still happening to you, is that a fairly regular thing? If you can, you sometimes just get kind of a bit caught up in a thought process and then you're like, oh, Jesus, we're starting in four hours. This is bad. I would say I don't, yeah. And I was actually quite, I think, I'm quite nervous at every race. Like every th- every race I like on the race day, I'm like, oh, I've never been this nervous. But then I think the same thing every race. Like I'm always very nervous. I think that's just normal and don't like overthink it too much. It's just part of the part of the show. Yeah. But, don't care enough. Yeah, but it is, isn't it? Sometimes I've had races where I was not nervous. I'm like, is there something wrong with me? <laughs> <laughs> and then I ended up getting nervous over not being nervous. <laughs> about the wrong thing <laughs> <laughs> exactly. uh, but i do as well like have many like re-race nights that i don't sleep much but you know i just think I, I think one night without sleeping well doesn't really mean much as long as you've slept well before so yeah it's if i don't fall asleep i don't fall asleep don't don't really overthink it too much just laying in bed and like i don't know my the rest a little I was saying you got you're getting your sleep training from Kimball. <laughs> Kimball is like, don't worry if you don't sleep enough, it's fine. I'll take a nap. We'll take a nap later on. No, yeah. I... I'm gonna find myself somewhere comfy to be later. That's cool. Vasco also wears a diaper at night, so he doesn't have to get up to go to the bathroom. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you're quite the napper, right? Anyway, Vasco. I- 
Yeah, I really like part of the uh, of the Vasco race plan prep. Um, actually, funny enough, I always take well, always if I can take a nap before going to the race. So, like, if we if have the race at six a.m. Well, that's why I say <laughs> no, yeah, like, no, all not, like if I have time. Because, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna wake up at three a.m. <laughs> so that I can, nap. Nap, so I can get, get back to sleep at four a.m. right now. <laughs> Um, but like before Yokohama, for example, the race was at like one or something, I think. And I would wake up at like 7.30 or 8, went for a run, uh, had breakfast, prepared everything, like, you know, the numbers on the bike, the little, the backpack for the race. And then just before I leave, I go for a nap for like half an hour. Did you set an alarm? Yeah, but I've slept through the alarm once. <laughs> <laughs> If you sense. don't set an alarm, when you take a nap during the day, how long could you sleep for? Uh, hard to say. Usually, I'd say one and a half hour, and then I usually wake up. But if I'm like, if we're in the high volume weeks, then I could go for like three hours. Oh, okay, danger, danger yeah, zone. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like hour and a half is like the max of yeah, like typical yeah. athlete. That's, naps, I, I usually then... like if I have the time, I'll put one and a half hour. Like I'll put the alarm then because I don't want to. Otherwise. Then I don't sleep at night, and then I nap more the other time, and then I sleep less, and it's like a vicious circle. Yeah. <laughs> um, how do you do with, like, short naps? Because, like, some people do, like, power naps, where it's, like, 10 to 15 minutes or whatever. I still, like, I always take a nap. Like, there may be some days where I don't, but the rule is I always take a nap every day, no matter how little time I have. So even if I have 10 minutes, I'll lay down. and I Usually, I wouldn't fall asleep in 10 minutes, but I'll, just, I'll still lay down. Yeah. And many days we don't, because we try to like split the sessions throughout the day evenly. So we have as much rest in between every session as possible, which means we don't put them together so much. And that also means that actually we don't have that much time in between each session, if you understand what I mean. Um, and that means that many times between like the first and second session, we only have like half an hour where I can sleep, but I'll, let, I'll still just take that half an hour every day. So you're always in a good mood. Are you ever not in a good mood? If I don't nap, for sure. really? Oh, yeah, yeah. And yeah. what happens? Uh, I'll get angry at anything. Yeah, but... like your roommates and the. Yeah, Will probably. Will you be silent at the training session? Like, many yeah, people yeah. like Basco Dingo's nap. Like, well, actually, <laughs> in the morning, like, I'll be more silent in the morning as well. <laughs> okay. I always feel better after my first nap. That's when I feel the best. And it's like not sunny out, but you have your sunglasses on and you're just sitting yeah. there. Like, <laughs> I know you. <laughs> yeah, so I was wondering actually, like, what the. um. Yeah, how the the sort of I suppose triathletes maybe train considerably more than a lot of athletes, or at least in different parts of the day. But yeah, if uh, what your kind of downtime sort of go tos are, but obviously it's basically PlayStation and napping, and that doesn't leave you <laughs> for anything else, huh? Uh, <laughs> what, what, what are the vices that you're kind of squeezing in there? It can't all be it can't all be like such healthy pursuits. Well, we don't have time for much. Like it's really like. Napping is my hobby, I'd say. <laughs> what about <laughs> what goes on during the evenings, Vasco? Well, I cook dinner <laughs> for who? <laughs> Whoever wants to come by. <laughs> <laughs> there, oh, that's a pretty good answer. <laughs> so, if you want to come by, <laughs> just hit up Vasco on Tinder. <laughs> Not before the night of a big race, not on the night of a big race, though, surely. I do, I, you know, I, I'm sure I, I was always taught that you shouldn't ever have sex before a big, big sporting event. Like, well, essentially playing football is the only thing I can base that on. But, um, 
Yeah, is that a thing? I don't know. Do you, do you have any? Do you have a yellow stick there? <laughs> Damn. <laughs> do you test it? Calendars? Yeah, do you test it before? Uh, I, de- I definitely don't think that's a thing. Nobody <laughs> tells them. <laughs> that's an excuse in this way if you don't have anyone. <laughs> so that's that excuse. I say it wouldn't wouldn't usually happen, but I don't think that's gonna help more or less on the race, no. Especially if it's at one o'clock, you know, you get a nap and get so everything out, right? I don't sleep much the night before the race anyways, no? <laughs> I don't know. I sort of thought abstention is like, you know, it's keeping all your testosterone in, right? You kind of, I'm sure there was there was something in that. There was some science behind that, but. Yeah, I've, I've read stuff about that as well. I just you know, <laughs> absolutely <laughs> disregarded it completely. Yeah, nonsense. <laughs> Yeah, if you go on his search history, that's what it was just research, (laughs) it was purely performance based. Yeah, of course. (laughs) Did you, um, did you watch the PTO race from Oita the uh, couple of weeks ago? No, that's just the polar opposite of me. I don't, yeah, I don't really, I'd say my life is so much about sports that I actually kind of choose to not make it about sports. He always Outside. ignores my fantasy league for cycling. <laughs> I was part of it once. Yeah, and then I he didn't pay uh, attention to it. Uh, <laughs> that last night. <laughs> yeah. There was all the Portuguese like, riders. Yeah. Yeah, and you even said, I don't know what's going on. Yeah, what I have doing. no idea. <laughs> you watch the races, I was like, for sure, Vasco, he's such a good cyclist, like so strong, like so into it. Like he would be super into like the fantasy Giro d'Italia or like the Tour de France or whatever. And yeah, nothing. You're doing fantasy Giro Italias as well as fantasy triathlon, are you, Tom? You're doing the full yeah. the fantasy triathlon as well. Yeah. I'll have I to show you my picks. But you were not, because I. Except no. like, every time I show my picks, it's really bad luck. Well, Strasland posted like who the best like fantasy the top picks were. Yeah, you're not there though. No, <laughs> no, he's actually he's quite far but, but, down, as you quite often uh, are. I I pick the people I want to win, not the people uh, I think okay, will win. Okay. <laughs> That's why you're always on. That's there. a good excuse. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. I do think I think that I want you to win, and I do think that you could win. So, oh, sweet. Yeah, Thank that's you. why Thank you're you. also there. <laughs> but I, every time that I've like told, showed people my fantasy team, like athletes, yeah, yeah, yeah. they always have the worst race ever. And I was like, ah, okay. oh, it's like, it's bad luck. Oh, so. I have a few guys I think you should show. Yeah, so I'm going to show Hayden and Alex. <laughs> and, <you> know, <laughs> They're really interested. <laughs> send them a screenshot of your team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I, also, the good luck thing is going for runs or doing a training session before the race with the athletes. Because I ran with Sophie and I ran with you, and you guys, both of you guys, were on the podium. So ah, true, true. Tommy kind of embarrassed us. Me and Yellow were doing like a one-minute race prep before the day before the race, going way too fast. <laughs> like I think we we're supposed to go like race pace, which would be like two fifty or something. We ran like two thirty. <laughs> Tommy was still behind. Tommy's in front of you, running backwards, <laughs> and filming at the same time. I saw that. It was like weirdly. Have you got some sort of iPhone stabilizer business going on there? What was happening? No. So I was just with my GoPro, and I was telling. If you go back and watch the video, like I sent it to Vasco, you could see like from the beginning of the minute, it's like a nice still video, and then like 
10 seconds in, it starts shaking. 20 seconds in, it's a bit more like after 30 seconds, it's just like, because <laughs> like, normally like I can run and keep my arms still and like have pretty good still footage. But Vasco like put in this like surge like 30 seconds in and I'm like, I'm not getting dropped. And so I had to use like both my arms. And so yeah, the, the whole footage for the minute like just starts getting crazy shaky. <laughs> well, that's when like Yellow said like 240. So we were too fast. But I look back, you're still there. I'm like, okay, faster. let's see how fast Tommy can go. <laughs> Yeah, he wanted to, to drop me, but I wouldn't allow it. Yep, it happened. <laughs> it looked quite smooth, actually, I've got to say. Like, I've always kind of figured, you know, Heller was, he's obviously a brilliant runner. But if with the two of you side by side, you're definitely looking like, I don't know, have you got a considerably longer run stride than he has? It looked like he, it looked like he was working a lot harder to do the same, to keep the same pace, basically. Me or Vasco? Yeah, who are we comparing? <laughs> uh, Vasco. <laughs> Comparing me with yeah, with Yella. Oh, okay. Yeah. You, he's asking why you're so smoother than Yella. Am I? <laughs> Gotta tell. Okay. Yeah. Um, we'll make him listen. I think we look quite similar, no? Like, because we are like the same height, and usually, if you if you look at the video of us running, we have exactly like the same cadence as well. So you'd be like together running. Yeah, it probably a camera angle, <laughs> Let's but also. Yella, so as Vasco said, like, it wasn't supposed to be that fast. So, like, Yella was caught in between, do I just let Vasco go and, like, not be part of the video anymore and, like, hold the pace? Or, like, do I just continue to go? It's only, like, 20 more seconds. And so, like, for sure, because he was holding back a little bit. And then, as I said, like, Vasco put in, like, a little surge. And so then, like, that's probably what you were seeing was Yella, like, this is probably faster than what we should be going, but I'm not going to get dropped. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Tommy out there earning your earning your keep. That's good. In shape. Well, Katie keeps him keeps him in shape. No? Yeah, Katie keeps me in shape. And then filming you guys this last week has been a lot. I think so you know the workout you guys did yesterday? On the bike? Yeah, you did like yeah. some 30 seconds, 30 seconds or whatever. Push, like you yellow was behind you trying to keep up at some point. Yeah, but before that, like my normalized power, I think I did like 375 for 10 minutes just to get the clips. Yeah. <laughs> That was pretty solid. Way more than I pushed my interval. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but I don't have to. That was my race. I told y'all I was going to eat white rice before getting video clip. <laughs> Just wake That's up early, okay. to go for a jog, and then take a nap, 30 minute nap, oh, and then go to the session and show up and meet you guys with my camera. <laughs> yeah, perfect preparation for the GoPro video. <laughs> I like it. Nice. So I guess like from what is it kind of Wednesday, Thursday, everything starts to get a little bit more formalized into the build up to the race. Does it Vasco? <laughs> <laughs> nah, not so much. Not really. I'd say like they has focus as I was before. I mean, we are here to race and that's the main, the main event. That's everything is about the race, but also we don't really like overthink it too much, you know, like, just go about our day mm. and enjoy the life here eat some pizza i checked his screen time on his phone and tinder wasn't even in the top 10 so <laughs> i don't i don't have it anymore even the focus is real guys i would say watch <laughs> that's out what, that's funny now the season has started <laughs> <laughs> and what screen time on probably tiktok actually TikTok, yeah uh doing tiktoks or just watching like for you page just watching yeah should I start doing some TikToks? 
Martin as well. We have three glasses. We can do some dances together. No. <laughs> well, okay. Well, okay. Maybe one. But <laughs> I made a bet with somebody. I forget who it was. Sometime for some fantasy league thing that they would have to do a TikTok dance for me, but I never got paid oh. with the dance. <sighs> so it was the one time I like won a fantasy thing. And I was like, yes. I can't remember who it was. Anyway. So uh, yeah, how's the um? What's the rest of the calendar looking like? You, will we see you on any World Cups as well this year, or how are you kind of picking and choosing? Uh, well, as I said, the main focus is the World Series, so it's really only the World Series this year. Uh, don't think I'll be racing much more. Well, stuff can come up, but the plan at the moment would be to race all the World Series. Uh, maybe not Sunderland. Um, just to get the extra block. <laughs> just to stick it to Doug. <laughs> well, because we want to get a like good block of training before the test event, because that's that would be what we are doing before the games next year as well. Mm-hmm. And we we want to do kind of exactly the same preparation to see if it works well and if we need to make any. You're just assuming you're going to qualify. Yeah, it's um I guess yeah, looking a little bit more straightforward than than ahead of Tokyo, right? But and Ricardo Batista is obviously kind of in the mix now. It's, it's funny to think that I, I I in my head consider Ricardo like considerably like from a whole like even newer school than you but he's only a year younger than you right and then you've got like the two joao's Pereira and silver who are at the total opposite end of the kind of experience spectrum there and yeah it's going to be an interesting little playoff for those for those places yeah, we have a big gap there between well the generations i would say unfortunately so we have Pereira and silver at the very end of the spectrum and we are at the very beginning there um but it's it's quite hard because we have four people who well all of us could be there at the games so and unfortunately one and maybe even two people could stay out so well that's going to be pretty pretty hard but well well it is what it is could be me staying out so yeah not in my fantasy team. When you see Vasco like getting swept up by the waves, laying on yeah. the beach, slapped out of the race, we know why. <laughs> Damn it. Oh, God, you're like the cat that goes into the hospice and sort of curls up at the end of someone's bed. <laughs> when they're dead. <laughs> is that like a thing people say? I've never heard of. I've never heard it either, but I was just guessing that's what he means. <laughs> yes. is like yeah, dead. yeah, I know, okay. I know, I know. Oh, yeah. It's like a, a cat of doom, isn't it? <laughs> I know, what is that? <laughs> um, Doug speaks Portuguese. No way. Yeah, and he knows uh, love poems. Can you tell Vasco? Oh, I hear a love. <laughs> Portuguese. What's your best poem in Portuguese? Uh, all right. E aí, Vasco, você vai entrar no Tinder. Eu acho vamos te encontrar. Eu amo para você sempre. Mas amanhã é outro dia. I like that. How much did you understand that? I just understood Tinder. <laughs> That was pretty much the whole content. <laughs> yeah, I, I honestly was not paying attention at all. I was just laughing. That was good, that was, that was good. 
That's the pronunciation is it's good. Like, so what did passionate. You, yeah, it's like it's because it's like Brazilian Portuguese, and they like they're very passionate. No, like the way they speak, it's very passionate. That's a very nice way of saying you sound like an idiot. <laughs> well, no. <laughs> how did you learn? What, that? What's the difference? He lived in Brazil for many years, but how do you know the difference between Brazilian Portuguese and um, Portuguese? Well, Portuguese. How do you know like, the difference between British English and American English? No, I know, but how do you, like? Does Doug sound like? Yeah, Brazilian? he sounds Brazilian. He doesn't sound like British Portuguese. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No, but I obviously just delivered a slightly... Ish, or, or, sorry, a Brazilian Portuguese. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, he's like, well, he's like, he's speaking in Brazilian. Can you tell the difference between our accents? Yeah. Okay, Doug? Come on. Can we tell the difference? Between... Yes. That'd be ridiculous. Just because... Be ridiculous. <laughs> and that's Harry Potter and... Yeah, hey. <laughs> <Like> Harry. <laughs> Harry Potter versus Tom Cruise. Freaking hell! This is right. We can end this here. No, but honestly, yeah. Thank uh, anything, anything you want to on that bombshell. I've just give, delivered a passionate poem in Portuguese to Vasco. I think things have taken a turn. Yeah, you're gonna translate. What did the? I was something. I tell it to me in English now. <laughs> I can't remember the whole poem. Because uh, okay. he really went. It was not like something he knew. It was really you came up with it at this on the spot. No, it was like, really. Yeah, yeah. Quite yeah. impressive. But it was like I don't know. We will find you on Tinder, and tomorrow is another day. That was pretty much what he said. <laughs> that was the vibe. All right. Beautiful. I'm with beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> I am beautiful married poem. to Vasco, so. Uh, Show down with the, the eyes over here. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, I gotta give it a try. <laughs> Brilliant. All right. Well, for anybody um, that yeah wants to join in, then yes, the fantasy game is obstry.com slash fantasy. If you're an athlete, join in as well. Just hope, just check Tommy's picks and make sure you're not on there. Would <laughs> <laughs> be our advice. Uh, after it's closed, I think. Oh, I'm not sure, actually. We always screenshot and then share them, but I think it's not public until after the race. So after the race, you can go back in and see. Yeah, who exactly. Yeah, sign up, Vasco. Obsessed triathlete. Ooh. Vasco, he, does, yeah, he doesn't know anything about this sport even. So <laughs> <laughs> I got to look at start list for who's, yeah, <laughs> who's exactly. racing. A lot of pressure, no? Like, do I put myself? Yeah, first. Mm -hmm. Oh. And then you well, have to think close. about it. Yeah. You can't predict anything, so you might as well. And then work back from there. Yeah, exactly. You, out sprinting, Alex, and then crushing Hayden. He's like limping behind, like, oh, and then he's seeing the eagle fly across the line. And, just like, <laughs> uh, and whoever's fourth and fifth. Hauser, fourth, and I don't know who you want fifth. <laughs> well, these seem to be your picks. Right? <laughs> yeah, I'm just uh, going off this conversation <laughs> of who you'd like to beat. <laughs> Redemption on Hauser. Uh, who's another person? Yeah, give us your fifth. Who's who's fifth place in this scenario? Oof, who's the fifth place? Christian Blumenfeld. No, they're not. Into his mouth, he could have come up with something completely off the wall there. It doesn't Gustav. Like <laughs> that should be a, a easy one, right, Gustav? <laughs> what? what do you mean? Oh, poor guy. He's coming back. He's coming back. I swear, he's, he's, this is all part of a master plan for Gustav. I swear, he's just going to do something absolutely insane on the beaches of Sunderland. <laughs> he's just waiting. He's just making sure everyone, like, forgets and, like, he doesn't know he's in the and race. Then and then he's going to come back and just hammer everybody yeah. in Paris. 
That'd Watch be out. Cool, though. That would be crazy. Gustav, my man, being called out. Let's go. Just don't pick him. Yeah, sorry, Gustav. Maybe I, he, that's why I picked him every single time. For no. <laughs> that's the problem. <laughs> All right, guys. Excellent. Well, yeah, good build ups to both of you. Look forward to seeing you out there. Tommy, work your magic. Vasco, likewise. Will do. I'm going to try my best. Cheers, guys. Cheers. Bye, Doug.